Hey there, it's Susan Bradley, and you're on the roadmap to 50K. Now this week, I have a little secret to share with you. We're gonna talk about the secret to getting sales without spending a fortune on ads. So it's gonna be a good one. Listen up, I'm gonna see you on the inside, and let's just get to it. Welcome to the Roadmap to 50K on Shopify. Each week, we'll take you behind the scenes of real stores, where you're going to learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So, buckle up. Welcome your host and Shopify expert, Susan Bradley. Well, hello there, welcome back. I, uh, I'm happy to uh, be having this conversation with you all today about ads and how to get sales without relying heavily on ads. And you know, I have, uh, I've avoided this conversation for a long time and I actually haven't engaged in a lot of conversations about Facebook ads in, you know, online at all. Now, particularly with the iOS 14 changes that are upon us, I, uh, you know, I haven't had too much to say. Of course, inside of our inner circle, we've uh, provided training for all our members so that they can, you know, get their house in order, get everything uh, set up so that they can make the transition as seamlessly as possible. But, but what I really want to say and what I want to share with you all today is just kind of more of a, a big picture strategy. And, and this is just a good reminder of why we should have that strategy. And, and really what I want to share is that I really don't love to see anyone growing their business, like growing their sales by relying heavily on purchase conversion ads. I just see how risky it is because, you know, I get to see in the back end of so many uh, ad accounts and also so many uh, Shopify stores. And more often than not, I see people who are upside down. Upside down financially, which is, you know, a problem <laughs> that you're upside down, you know, you've spent more than you're getting in purchase conversions that are attributed to those ads. But, but the other thing is upside down as far as your focus and your, the time, uh, that you have invested in advertising and, and, uh, trying to make it work. And so what I would say is that when you have, really invest heavily in Facebook ads as your strategy, purchase conversion ads as your strategy to grow your sales. What happens is when something doesn't go well, what I see is that uh, that's the first focus because you're you've invest you're investing you know a fair bit of money probably every day on it. And what I see happen is people spend a lot of time tinkering with those ads. And they spend a lot of energy, emotional energy and, uh, and time that they could be using to build a solid foundation marketing that they own on trying to control something that basically you can't control. Because even if you get it back to uh, where it was before or to a level that you feel is acceptable, you don't control all the other things that could potentially throw you off course again. And, and so I think that advertising becomes such a huge focus uh, because it, you know, it's just a platform that we don't own and, and we don't control. And we actually don't even know all the things, all the factors that control it. And so I think it's really easy to get thrown into a tailspin 
with uh, when you are highly dependent, like when your ads stop working, so your sales stop, I think that's a huge problem. Now that said, I think ads are great for finding your people. I think there has never been a better way or a more affordable way to uh, have access to a big pool of people to be able to identify the people who are most likely to buy from you and give them a reason to get to your website. I think it's amazing for that. And even though there's a learning curve, I think it's a skill that we should all take the time to learn. And in fact, you know, we have Traffic Bootcamp. It's kind of what we're known for at the Social Sales Girls. And really, that you know, that's where we start most people, learning how to find their audience and get people to their site. But I think getting sales directly from Facebook ads is a completely different animal. And I think in many cases, it's expensive. And I think in all cases, it's not really within your control. And frankly, when I see stores that do do well with purchase conversion ads, and there are stores for sure that do really well with purchase conversion ads, it's usually because they have a lot of other things in place. They're not new. They've kind of built assets over a long term. They have traffic. They have, you know, they are, they have enough traffic that they're not necessarily worried that their traffic's going to drop if they stop advertising. They have a lot of brand recall. And in many cases, they have a relationship. You know, they have a relationship with their audience that they have built over time. And those are the stores that I see generally do really well with a purchase conversion ad. But for the rest of us who are not there yet, I think it's super, super risky. Now, I think that your business really, if you want to have a solid foundation, if you want to build uh, sales that you can count on, that you know where you're getting those sales and you know that you could repeat that again next week, I think that you can build the best foundation by taking the time to learn how to get the lion's share of your sales in a much more organic way using email marketing and and maybe SMS marketing too. But for this episode, I want to talk about email marketing. And I think that when you do this, when you take the time, it's definitely the slower path. But when you take the time to do this, you are able to create reliable, predictable sales that you can get all year long. And, and really the facts haven't changed around email marketing. They're, they're still the same. Like what I see is that email service providers report, and I feel confident this is true, that email marketing has a 42 return on investment. So really what that means is that if you spend a dollar on email marketing, you're, you're highly likely the average marketer gets $42 back. So you would do that all day long, right? If you could. And what's so amazing about email marketing is that there's kind of a cap. Like you don't have to spend. What you spend doesn't scale with what your results could be. Like your spend is kind of static. It's based usually on the size of your list. But the results you can get are so much more than that. And when you contrast that to advertising, I mean, I see most people get excited if they have a an ad that, that gets them an ROI of four or five, meaning, you know, if you spend $10, you could get 40 or $50 back, which uh, also that's, yes, that is exciting, but that's not $42. 
and it doesn't scale in the same way. It really doesn't. You know, there usually what happens with these ads is you hit a wall and then your cost starts going up. And so when I think about if I have a day to spend on marketing my business, am I going to spend it on on email marketing or am I going to spend it on trying to figure out how to get more sales with ads? Really, I think the default for many people is to try and figure out how to do it with ads because it's it's almost a little like a game. But but really the best investment of time and money is email. Because it is entirely possible and I see it time and time and time again, it's possible to generate 30 40, even 50% of your sales from email. And you own that list. You control that. You own that list. And I think about it like this, like you actually, when you are a serious email marketer and you really get started and you're consistent with it, it's like you're building the ability to actually identify your warmest prospects, the people who are most likely to buy And you're able to get them in a room with you, like a quiet space, a room together. You're going to learn what they like. You're going to give them a more personal experience. And you're actually going to have a much better chance of getting a sale. Because it's not based on circumstance as much as it is a relationship. And so that's why I think it's huge. That was a long story to tell you why I think it's hugely important to, you know, kind of put your ad spend in a box and relate my ad spend is for traffic and maybe a little bit of retargeting. But I'm not, my goal is not to be the best Facebook uh, ads person around to get sales. That's not really how I want to grow my business. So when we think about, you know, being a good, a serious email marketer, and how you get started. I think the first thing you have to do is start at the beginning, which is lead generation. How do I find those uh, warmest prospects? Where do I find them and how do I get them on my list? And of course, most people start with a pop-up and, and what I've seen is that the pop-up is usually the number one source of lead generation because it, it's ticking along every day, you know, getting leads onto your list. And those are good quality leads because they're based on intent. So when somebody signs up on your pop-up, they've already come to your site. And so they're already a little bit interested when they get there. And so I think that that's, you know, you have to focus on that pop-up and those, uh, you know, those great quality leads. And, you know, I always tell everybody in the inner circle that I feel like you can you can get your pop-up converting at I'd say between five and nine percent. So five to nine of every hundred people that visit your site should jump on your on your email list. And when you can do that, you really set yourself up for success. Now the other thing I think is that you should run a couple of lead generation events every every few months so that you can really bump up your list and and accelerate that list growth. I think that that is the way to get started. A huge focus on lead generation and a little bit of time, right? A little bit of time invested every week just to get more people on your email list. And so if I had one tip about how you can do this, it's it's so simple. It's wake up every morning <laughs> and figure out 
how to get more people on your list. Make that one of your, your things that you do. Just like you check your ad account, I want you to check your lead generation. And in fact, I think the best way to do this is just to track it every week. Track your list every week. How much did it grow this week? It'll really keep your eye on the ball and ensure that your focus, you're putting at least as much focus on this part of your business as you are on the noisier parts of your business, the things that are screaming for your attention. So that's number one. Number two is I want you to get a plan for the low-hanging fruit. So the low-hanging fruit in my mind is your abandoned cart sequence, and you should have more than one email. You know, what's happened uh, for me at Sockdago is since we changed, uh, we changed our abandoned cart a little bit. And, and since we changed it to the first email goes from Shopify, the first abandoned cart, and then I have two more emails that come out from Clavio. And our abandoned cart recovery rate is really good. It's about 17%, I think. It's a really, really good. And that is low-hanging fruit. And what's super interesting is those abandoned cart emails have really high conversion rates. They can have or open rates. They can have open rates of more than 60%. So instead of spending time tinkering in the ads manager, go look at your abandoned cart series and see how that's converting. And spend a little time either setting up an A-B test or adding an extra piece to that. But focus on that and see what you can do to get that uh, recovering more carts for you. Super good use of your time. Get that done. The other thing that has a, uh, a typically high open rate is that new lead and welcome series, that uh, conversion from your pop-up. And so when somebody hits your site and they sign up for a pop-up, and then I hope most people should have a success message which includes the discount or the reward, something that you can download. You should deliver that right away. But after that, there should be a pretty quick email that comes out to uh, anyone who signed up. And that email usually has a really high open rate. Like I see open rates of between anywhere between 30 and 50% on that email. So that's a huge opportunity to capture the attention of that person while they are hot. You know, if they make a purchase, they won't go into that funnel. They'll end up on your list, but they won't go into that funnel. So these people are like the best, right? They are uh, recent. And if you email them right away and get them back to your site, you're combining frequency and recency. And that's a perfect combination to get a sale. And so go look at that. Like that's something that you should spend a little time on. How can I, can I A-B test that? Can, is it even set up? Like what we need to do is make sure that those open rates are really good. You get it open, but then you want a click rate. You want to get that person back to your site. And that's really worth an hour or two of your time to do that because that's going to pay you off for the long term because it's automated. Now I have a little tip for that too, which really helps. And it's this, it's that make sure wherever people opt in, whether it's on a giveaway or on your pop-up, on your success message, you tell them to go check their email because we need to tell people what to do. So make sure you say, hey, go check your email. I sent you something or I sent you, uh, I sent you your code or I sent you a backup code or whatever you want to say. Uh, if it's a giveaway, I sent you next steps. What's going to happen next? 
Uh, any of those things will get people into their email, opening it up, and potentially going back to your site. So make sure you do that. It's a simple thing. You can automate it, but it really works and it's worth the time to do it. The third thing is <laughs> you have to be incredibly consistent with email. What I know is that a lot of people will say to me, well, it just doesn't work for me. E- email doesn't work for me. And and what I know <laughs> from all these years of working on it is, well, email doesn't work for you if you do it one time and then you walk away and you don't do it for another two weeks or you think you're bothering people or whatever your hang up about email is, you have to be incredibly consistent. And in fact, what I tell our members is consistency actually matters more than content when it comes to an email marketing program that is your campaigns. It is the stuff that you do once a week. And and the thing that hangs people up is they think they should get results faster than they do. It takes longer than you think it should. In fact, it takes many months. But I couldn't tell you how many times I have seen someone post in the inner circle that they have had this massive improvement in their business, and I'll ask them what they did. And they'll say, well, I just committed to sending out one email campaign every week. We call them mini campaigns inside of the inner circle. I just decided to send one mini campaign a week and I did it for a year. That's when you start getting results. It's that incredible consistency and routine and habit that builds a successful email marketing campaign or email marketing program. So that's what I think you should do. I think you, if you commit, to emailing your list a minimum of once a week. Spend some time, invest some time on that. I think if you keep it to single messages, super simple, you want to remember that you want to share something that they're going to be interested in, what's in it for them. And I want you to pay attention to what works, what gets better open rates, what gets better click rates. Take a little time and analyze what you've done so that you can make a good decision going forward. What gets opens? What gets clicks? What gets sales? Onboard that so that you can do more of that. But over time, you'll find that you actually do build momentum. You're going to see more returning visitors and you're going to get more consistent sales. And in fact, half the time, you're not even going to know what they came from because it's really about getting people back to your site enough times to make a purchase and email is perfect for that. Now, here is a little tip for that one too. And what I hear so often is people don't know what to say. That is the toughest thing for people. And so I did a podcast episode. It's episode 12. And it's a list of 12 ideas you can just take right off that podcast. You might want to take a pen and paper when you're listening to it. Write them down. Those are ideas that you can use. And that'll get you started. In fact, it's three months worth. So go do that if you're struggling for ideas. So all of those things are well worth a little bit of time and attention. It's an investment that is going to pay you off in spades. If you keep consistent, you keep doing it, and it actually costs you very little compared to the return. So that's my advice to you. Instead of stressing too much about the iOS 14 and what it's going to do to your ad results, I want you to think about what you can do. What can you control? And so let's wrap this up for a sec. Let's think about this. You really want to grow your sales, but you want to do it in a way that builds you a solid foundation. You want to make it scalable 
so that your profit grows over time. And you also need to feel confident that you're in control. And if that's you, I think it's most of us, but if that's you, I really want you to have a conversation with yourself because I, I truly believe that you owe it to yourself to commit real time to getting really good at email marketing. You know, in the inner circle, we teach, we talk about it all the time, but we teach our members to grow a big fat email list. We show them how to do that because it's so important. And, and a lot of what we talk about is how to, how to create a program that is going to drive your sales. For sure, we start with traffic bootcamp because we need traffic, but the next big step is to go deep with this email. And you want to do it in a way that feels natural and authentic and nothing spammy, like no bro marketing here. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you're going to walk away with my tips and you're going to take a few hours this week to get your plan in order and commit to yourself to be really consistent. So that's all I got, guys. I'm going to see you next week. Have a great week. I hope you sell lots of stuff. Hey, listen, if you like what we're working on here at the Roadmap to 50K and it's helping you get clarity on your next steps, I think you really have to check out our inner circle. You know, it is just an amazing place to learn how to build your business the right way. And you get to do it with a wonderful group of store owners that support each other and will cheer you on. You know, in the inner circle, our only purpose is to help our members get results. And because of that, we actually have dedicated coaches that are fully trained and available to work one-on-one with you. And we offer that to our members at crazy affordable prices, because I know that sometimes you just need a little extra help to get past a roadblock so that you can move on and make progress again. So if this sounds good to you, I want you to head on over to the socialsalesgirls.com forward slash inner dash circle and get on the wait list. We will send you a lesson so that you can see what's waiting for you on the inside. And we'll also invite you to join us the next time we are open to take new members. So listen, friends, that's all. Thank you so much for spending your time with me and I will see you next week.